Hey, 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 two quick messages for you. Number one, have you signed up for your free copy of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me? It is totally free. It is the system that I use with my clients. It includes worksheets and habit trackers. Did I mention it was free? It's really worth signing up to get it. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Secondly, if you enjoy this podcast and you find it valuable, I would really be so amazingly grateful if you could leave a review and invite your friends who are interested in healthy living to listen to it. Both of those will help me grow and help me reach new people. And that would be amazing. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Positively Healthy Weight Loss with me, Dr. Alina. Today it's story time. Hooray, hooray. I want to tell you a few stories just to inspire you so that you can see what applying all of this looks like and how it can happen for other people. It can happen for you. So I want to start with my own story because I wasn't always super focused on health and wellness when I was younger, I was exercise phobic. People used to laugh at me and say, oh my goodness, you do know when you play tennis, you need to run round to hit the ball. I remember doing cross-country run at school, like walking it basically in protest because we weren't used to running. It wasn't something that we did frequently. And so when we had to do our cross-country run, run once a year, it felt like absolute agony as opposed to seeing the joy and the fun in movement and exercise. So, and I haven't always done healthy eating. I've eaten reasonably healthy, but I had eye-opening moments when, for example, I went to get my blood tests done. Now, it was a little bit after Christmas, and I can't remember exactly why I was having blood tests done. And they did some blood tests, and they did my HbA1c, which is the glycosylated hemoglobin. So that's looking at your red blood cells, which have got sugar attached to them. And what it does is give you an idea of how high your blood levels have been over the last 30 days or so. And mine was a little bit borderline. And I remember thinking that, sitting there thinking, really, I move like I do some exercise and I eat reasonably healthy. How can that possibly be? And it was a bit of a wake up call for me. And really just another thing for me was trying to get my kids to eat healthily and really having a look at nutrition and really thinking, oh my goodness, what people are saying now about nutrition and white refined carbohydrates, you know, Bread isn't as good for you as I had thought. I grew up in what I call the carbohydrate era. So I had cereal for breakfast and sandwiches for lunch and pasta for dinner, like a lot of refined carbohydrates. Yes, with some vegetables thrown in, but really a lot of refined carbohydrates, which now I don't eat. But going through that change was a little bit, you know, oh my goodness, I'm missing these things. And how how do I incorporate this into my life? So there are various things that happened to me. One of them is giving myself permission to look after myself. So I have four kids. They're very close together in age. So right now my oldest is 15 and my twins are 10. And I've got another one in the middle who's 13. So when they were little, I had four kids under the age of four and a half. And I hardly had time to do anything. I definitely, definitely didn't feel that my own health and wellness was a priority. But I remember feeling stressed and overwhelmed and sort of turning up in a way that I didn't really feel I wanted to turn up, you know, like just living in Spain, living what was apparently my dream life, but really just feeling stressed and anxiety about so many things. 
I basically had to go through a stage of giving myself permission, basically forcing myself to go and look after myself. And some of the things I did was I made myself go to yoga. So I used to pay to go to yoga, which, you know, that's understanding how I work. If I pay for something, then I'm going to turn up. Another thing I did was I started swimming. I One time I took my kids to a swimming class and I remember sitting up in the balcony looking at them going, oh my goodness, it is so hot up here. And to be perfectly honest, a little bit boring watching my kids do their swimming lessons from afar. Why don't I go swimming? And the next week I went swimming and I really enjoyed that space of being able to just move my body in a different way and do something different and not have four young kids jump on me. Another thing that I did was I could see myself, I could see my brain not working for me. So for me, it was very much building my business was difficult for me. And I would have days where I would just totally derail myself going, this is not working, nothing is working. And worse, I would go and derail my husband as well. I'd go and sort of like poke him and go, this isn't working. I can't get this, I don't know, this code to work or whatever it was I was trying to do. And really seeing that this was my mindset and I didn't really know how to change it. And so what I did was I consumed every single self-help book that I could get and I implemented all the things that they implemented it. Now I have a much, much better system, which I totally love, which I told you all about in the mental fitness, but it's a really good system, operating system to be able to understand mindset. So amazing. You don't need to read a zillion books. You just need to do this, the the mindset, the the mental fitness. It is an amazing tool that really just encompasses everything. So that's a little bit about my story. So, you know, I used to be exercise phobic. I used to eat reasonably healthily, but not super healthily. And now look where I am. I what I call my, I live my life of luxury. And I don't mean I buy uh, expensive clothes and things like that. What I mean is I get to go swimming. I get to do all of these things that I want to do. I get to live the life that I choose to live. And that I think is a huge place of luxury. The things that I do really light me up. And not only do they light me up, but they support my health and my wellness wellness goals. Now, I'm not saying that life is perfect. Life is never perfect. And part of having mental fitness and part of all the four pillars that I teach is being able to cope with life when it is stressful. So as I record this right now, my son has been unwell. My 13-year-old son has been unwell for over a year. He has something called functional neurological disorder. And it's been a really difficult year for the whole family, for all of us. Thankfully, now he is getting better. He is not 100% better, but it's been a tough year. But the mental fitness that I have the mindset that I have has helped me navigate through that as opposed to really getting laid off track. And, you know, if I was an emotional eater, if emotional eating was something that I'd do, oh my goodness, I would have put on so much weight in the last year because of all the stress surrounding what's been going on with my son. So just a few like stories about some of the people that I have also helped. So Cara, I've told you a little bit about, but I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Cara and what she says. So I remember her saying right back when I met her, oh my goodness, there were days when I just felt so awful. I would lie on the couch and I just didn't have the energy to do 
the things that I wanted to do. It was almost like I was unwell, but I wasn't unwell. I just knew that this was lack of energy from not looking after myself. Now, fast forward on. Oh my goodness, she has made amazing progress. She has reversed her glaucoma, which she didn't think she would be able to do. She's got to a normal body mass index. She has nailed emotional eating. So emotional eating isn't something that derails her. Now, that doesn't mean that she doesn't have moments. So for example... Oh, you know, she goes on holiday and she's in a different environment and then doesn't have so much control over what she's eating. But she knows that when she goes back home, she's just going to get back on track and it's going to be easy for her to get back on track. So she is doing super, super amazingly well. Meg is another person who, when I first met her, said, you know, I felt like I had done so many things. I've tried so much stuff and none of it really seems to work and none of it really seems to stick. We did a reboot, she did a reboot, and she said, oh my goodness, it was surprisingly easy. And she has lost weight and she is enjoying not emotionally eating. Again, it's not something that disappears immediately, immediately. It's not something that disappears forever, but you reduce it so much that you can really navigate your life in a much, much better way. Who else can I tell you about? Alea. So Alea is somebody who I actually did one-on-one coaching about. And we did a whole long podcast. So if you want to hear her story, you're welcome to go and hear her, hear her story. But she really had a problem with eating sweets and candy. And it really aggravated her joints. So she would feel, feel it in her joints the next day. Yet it was still difficult for her to stop eating the candy, even though she knew that it was not going to be great. And she implemented everything that we talked about. And found it easy to give up eating candy and got to the stage where she was loving doing things. She's 50 years old, or she was when we recorded the the podcast together, and she was doing things like climbing up in those those tree climbing things. She had a 13-year-old son. I hope you know what I mean when I'm talking about those. We call them go ape or something like that, but you know, you can go up and climb in trees. So instead of looking and watching like some of the other mothers were doing, she was able to go up and climb and really make memories with her son and be able to join in in a way that really lit her up and that she really enjoys. So just a few stories for you. I have heaps of stories. And one of the things I really recommend doing is celebrating every step along the way. I'm not asking people to go on a diet for a week. I'm asking people to change their lifestyle, but to change it in a way that they really, really enjoy, in a way that is better. And yes, I know that change can be difficult at times, but it is about enjoying it and doing things that really support your health and weight loss goal. So in the next episode, I will tell you a little bit about what it looks like to work with me and how I can support you and how you can take further steps if you are interested in doing that.